0: Welcome to the MCO Advisors podcast.
1: In this episode, Ryan and Corey talk about understanding SEO and creating advisor websites.
0: Love it. Now I'm back. Does it sound better? My sounds own, the same. Yeah. No. My uh, according to. This the gear shift button, it wasn't on my Yeti, it was on the internal speakers. So maybe my MacBook Air just has terrific speakers. But it sure it does. Happy Monday. You know, this thing is like seven years old or something like that, or eight years old. It's it's an awesome laptop, it barely slows down. Um yeah. good morning, everybody. Hey Eric, what's up, Sid? Um, Eric throwing out <laughs> <laughs> congrats. <laughs> <laughs> uh that's great. Uh great, not great. A very, very positive and optimistic view of what's going on, Eric. So you're doing a great job carrying through something, something crappy that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Delivering with the content too, so it's been fun to watch. It goes to show that we can always, we can always make excuses, but sometimes we just have to make lemonade. So appreciate watching you do that. It gives me inspiration all the same. Uh, today we're going to be talking about SEO and the website. Uh, I didn't want to go too heavy on websites. But we've been talking about them so much. And I know we just talked about language, on website language for FAs. But I, I wanted to dig into SEO because I think you and I have a lot of opinions about it, Corey. And I'm sure we'll upset a lot of people who build websites but uh, or, or focus on SEO, not just build websites, I should say. I think there's a complete difference. And, um, and, and just kind of dig into how we feel about SEO and how it fits into the marketing mold of a financial advisor.
1: Boy, all right. You picked a topic that um, we could. <laughs> um, it has its place.
0: It has its place. So let's talk about something. I don't. I'm. I'm not nearly an expert on SEO, um, and I understand the idea of trying to rank heavily on Google so that people find you. And I always map a, a decision or, or or something that I'm doing, money I'm spending on human behavior. When I'm using Google, I know I treat it like the store. I actually go there to find something. I actually know what I'm looking for. I just need a phone number or an address or or the piece of information I don't have in front of me. Mm-hmm. But I know, you know, where where I need to go to get that. Um, so that that's how I use it. I usually know what I'm doing. I I don't actually use Google that much I think to search something random I'm looking for new. For me, I use Google to verify something and if I'm looking to to grasp or jump to a new service or something different, I, I'm probably leaning on word of mouth.
1: Yeah, I think SEO had a much greater impact years ago when we would go to Google and use Google as a tool to broadly search. Um, John Deere Air Filter Tractor. Okay, now whoever had the best search engine optimization around some of those keywords that I just mentioned would appear at the top of the page. Generally speaking... That's where SEO still works and still works well. Um, problem is, if I just want to go to Lowe's.com, I'm going to Lowe's.com and
0: finding it on my own. I don't need
1: any SEO work at all because I've already got my destination, just like you said.
0: We're not typing in a uh, hand drill. You know what I mean? You're going Correct. Lowe's, Home Depot. Let me see w- where they're at. And, and on top of that, I would say, whenever I go to Google, the first thing I see are three ads, which uh, inherently... Like my, 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 what I call, I guess, a what I, what I consider something like a pop-up. I don't know what to call that actually, but my brain has this pop-up feature where I see certain marketing things and it goes, nope, skip it, like go past it, you know, because it's seen it too much. It, it's recognizing it. It's not sure if it's trying to sell me something. I go, I know what I'm here for. I know what I'm looking for. I didn't need an ad right now. I came yeah. here to look for something in the same way of social media. So that's why I like, That's why I like content, because you can stop somebody and have them appreciate it rather than just kind of posting an ad up front. Now, with SEO and and ranking on Google, I I just did a test just to see what it was like. I went on and tried to type in some of the advisors Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. I think we follow and respect, and I couldn't find some of them. I could find some and not the others. I would find people with one of the worst things I saw. I saw somebody's Broadridge profile hosted on Broadridge above their website. And when you click on that, you see them and you get their profile, but you're in the Broadridge website and you're stuck in that in the same way that you would be branding at Edward Jones or Thrivent or somewhere where you just have to piece yourself up there and they have all their Edward Jones stuff around it rather than you being able to just make it how you want. Uh, I think that is a big miss for advisors who aren't constricted, but they're making themselves constricted.
1: Yeah, um, that's like a self-induced constriction, (laughs)
0: right? Yeah. You're boxing um, yourself in. Um, SEO has a lot of, has a place, if
1: I want to search for a financial advisor in Baltimore. You're competing, right? And I mean, that's, that's how that works. SEO has a place if I want to, if I'm an advisor and I don't know where to start and I need marketing help in financial services. Broadridge, 20 over 10, FMG, they're gonna dominate Mco Advisors. Oxley, Carson Group, they're gonna have that SEO thing unlock, right? And we're not gonna show up. Where we show up is if someone already knows the brand, knows the name, knows what they want, and goes right to us. So we're not, I don't wanna steer this conversation off path just yet, but SEO, in my opinion, is a refinement game. Uh, and I don't think most of the advisors watching this show or out there should be in the refinement game yet. They're still in the foundation game.
0: I love that. That's a really, really good point. Uh, and one of the things I would bring up is I think how people approach SEO. I'm not mad that you want to be number one on Google. What I would say is, are you wasting too much time and money competing with Fidelity and Morgan Stanley and, yes. that's, and that's when we even get Schwab. past the ads. Yeah, yeah. So unless somebody types your name or types in your company name, they're going to type in, you know, local advisors in Baltimore. I scrolled through and I actually found the place where I used to work. It was the third one down. And I only recognize it because I used to work there. Uh, and even then, you're you're blanketed between a few people. That's when I think it can matter for possibly Google reviews or things like that. I think that can be a positive aspect. If you have something in there where people are searching, they see that other people enjoy you and other things like that. I think it has its benefit, but the effort I put on that aspect, that, that, that small, somebody happens to be searching for me locally. They're comparing me with three other advisors because they don't trust a friend of theirs that they're asking. So they want to do their own research. They happen to find, you know, us, they see a few Google reviews. It's, it's. I feel like the intent of somebody searching feels high, but your opportunity to work with them is still low.
1: The intent is the big one there. I would say, let's, let's just be real. You got a thousand bucks a month to spend. You could spend it with a search engine optimization company who could come in, put all the meta crawlers and metadata in your website, all the words and all the key functions that Google is going to crawl for and find when someone searches for financial advisor in Baltimore. Okay. Spend the thousand bucks on that. Or spend a thousand bucks creating content and putting ads out into the world where your consumers are actually consuming content. Why I would go this direction is because the folks that come into you, into your world based on the content and the ads, you've already spoken to them, right? You've already had a touch point with them, communicated with them, and they're going to be meeting you in the frame of mind of a client that you probably want to work with, or they have an expectation of you. When you're doing it on SEO, you're going to be bringing in everyone. It's literally you're It's it's you have no idea they could have twenty million they could have twenty thousand they could be looking to just execute six dollar trades,
0: and we have a finite amount of resources and time. And what I would find is if you hear the words SEO coming from uh, from an advisor, I find that's the only thing they're doing. It's the only thing you can handle. It leads into your budget and it leads into your time. Uh, And I found like we were doing this on a website when I was where I where I was working, and I think we should have switched our focus so I'll explain what we were doing as, as a couple of years ago mm-hmm. taking pre-approved articles posting them on our blog that came from we were we were LPL so it was the marketing library in the hopes I think that all the language on there would have trigger words and keywords and things that would put us up higher and people would get lost in the content they would search for us and find it um, we started doing a lot of our own original content and putting it up there too but what we didn't do is put media and funnel people to the website, we use the website as the grab, as the sale. Mm -hmm. I think you're asking too much from a website to convert an individual who's searching around for something, but they're not looking quite for you. To sell you on a website, I think is very difficult. So when I look at SEO and ad spend on Google, I find that the people who succeed on there are people who have enough dollars to get over the tipping point to pay through to where the audience starts to build and you almost brand with your money. But most advisors do not have the budget or capability of doing something like that. And if anybody has any different experience or you're crushing it with your website or your SEO, I would love to hear it. But all the stories I hear and everything we're dealing with, I just find that people are misallocating their dollars to something that's not bringing back the revenue that they're looking for.
1: For a lot of reasons. Um, you know, I'm sure there's advisors out there, might be in the community, might be watching right now. They could say, it's working for me. And I would say, that's awesome. If it works, keep pushing it and keep doing it. Um, I think the problem is, is it's a time game, right? SEO, you, you're buying something. You don't have to put any time into it. You, got, you find a company, you allocate to them. They probably confuse the shit out of you with what they tell you. And you say, go. And they're like, all right, a grand a month. We'll lock you in for 12 months and we'll hammer it down. And in 12 months, you reevaluate and you decide whether it was a waste of money or not. If you push the content thing and push the, everything we talk about, which is building brand, consistently showing up, content, value, um, telling your story, that is, that's a daunting thing. And we've covered this, you know, 67 ways from, you know, a million ways from, from ground zero here. So I don't wanna go down that road. It's just SEO has a place if you guys are executing on the 10 foundational pillars that we've talked about a million times, then I would say, yes, if, you, if, if, if you're if you executing on this and you're looking to continue to scale the business, now let's start to reactively bring in some traffic through search engine optimization.
0: And I want to bring up this co- comment because it's so important. I believe SEO does heavily also matter where you live. And even if that local feature helps you, Because like I said, I type in local financial advisor. I see a few ads. I see the Morgan Stanley's, everybody big. And then below there's that list of people who I think are in my zip code. But Julian can't even type in his own name and find himself on Google. Yeah, I can't imagine somebody accidentally finding him in any capacity because he talked about taxes or because he talked about social security. You talk about social security, you're never going to beat the IRS website. You're never going to beat ssa.gov. So the way I think about that is... I look at our website and I look at an advisor website as a, as you always call it a storefront and it's where people can come to see how you represent yourself. And I think verify the information they should have grabbed from you from somewhere else. So I love using content as the funnel. I would rather have 10 people who watch this show every day, go to the website than a hundred that I've never met and have never heard of me and don't know who I am because I do not believe that a website is strong enough to convert those individuals that would match what the content can do when I send people there.
1: Not at all. I I mean, I I couldn't co-sign that more. I think especially in this business we're in, we're in this long-term relationship business, parting or trusting someone with arguably the second most important thing in your life to your family and health. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We're not selling AirPods. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I mean? Apple wants to be at the top or something, you're selling technology or product or you're selling, a, a, I don't know, a pet rock or something like that. Maybe, maybe you're maybe you're thinking of, in terms of SEO, I think for products, but we where, where we're handing people money, not only are we competing with the people who are probably old school. And if, if they're going to be somewhere, they're probably going to be all over Google because they're not over social media. Uh, I just think we can allocate our time to a, a smarter area and play the small game. I think that in as you're playing the SEO game, you're competing with the big people. And and that's a losing game. And I see advisors do that a lot. That's why we bring it smaller and granular, and bring it more personal to be more direct. You're going to talk to less people, but you're gonna you're gonna develop more relationships over time than than trying to compete with this wide net. Which every which every and I can think of three or four companies just in Baltimore alone that could outbuy me easily.
1: Um, you know, let's let's call. Fidelity, Schwab, all the big platforms, all the big players, Vanguard, right? They all offer advisory services. Let's call them the Goliaths. You will, I mean, you guys are all Davids. To beat Goliath, you have to play in the trenches and play on the fringe where they don't have the time, capacity, or um, ability to move, right? You're you're agile. You can change, shift. You can do things quickly and make a decision tonight and change everything you want to do tomorrow. They can't. It takes them months to, to make a move. So those trenches are content, those trenches are storytelling, those trenches are showing up places that that you can quickly be. And you think it takes time because so you're like, oh, i got to go through compliance. Like imagine getting the Schwab marketing team on board to shift their entire campaign away from something. I mean, you're talking a year. <laughs> so you guys the, are yeah, David's. Yeah. Yeah. Pivot, yeah, yeah. Move. Yeah.
0: I love that. Um, Another another great example, and I think it was Stacy Havener who I read Mm. a post where she said, "Don't try to out BlackRock, BlackRock. You're trying to compete with somebody that you'll never be able to compete against, Uh, and that's why we have to see where we fit in and start executing on the marketing things that I think work for who we are, where our budget is, and how much time we have. And I just I think I think the content game again. I don't want to spend the whole time crapping over SEO, but I think if we're talking about where to allocate our time. I'm normally turning it away from that conversation.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And I mean, I don't hate if you guys are out there doing SEO and it's working. I just, I would coach you differently. I think the entire premise of this show and everything Ryan and I do is, we tell you what we would do. Like none of this is bullshit. It's like, if you guys actually hired us and paid us money to come into your business, this is it. Like, this is what we're telling you. It's it's not just, you know,
0: flyover advice. And and we have conversations and messages. I talk to advisors often. Have people signing up every once in a while? Uh, I would say no strict cadence yet that we could figure out in terms of capacity when people coming in, but zero SEO. I mean, everybody can go to our website. I don't even know. I get so. I guess we should define it too. Would be that uh, you know what uh, SEO, search engine optimization, of figuring out what you would do on your website to allocate that. The other thing I would say is this. If we're focusing on SEO, sometimes I find that people try to implement language that they think is going to be found either on Google or, or something like that. That is a keyword. And I find that with the increase in, in voice search and just how people think, the language we use on our websites doesn't always translate to what people are looking for anyway. So by the time, say, people do find our website, the content that they get to doesn't resonate because it's not in a language that even speaks to people. So I find not focusing on putting a blog because it talks about social security on your website and you're hoping to talk to retirees, to me, would not be the answer. I would take that social security content and put it on the correct platform to try to get people there.
1: You literally just explained one of the biggest mistakes that people make is they try to put out custom, like homegrown organic content based around something, um, which is great, I'm, I'm good with creating the content. People sometimes put that out in their blog or a video, and they're attempting to recreate the news and compete with the CNNs. And like, no one's ever going to search Joe Biden's new tax rules. And your blog post shows up within the first 100 O's on Google, like that just won't happen. So if you want to put that content out, that's awesome. Put it out. But don't ever put that out to think you're going to have that show up as a as, as a search engine result.
0: Yeah. And I, and I think about, too, the, the control and the idea of your content should always be to provide value and not have another mission that doesn't lead to the end person. And I find if we're trying to play Google Analytics to some degree, we're back into the algorithm game. And it twists a little bit about what you said differently. And in a world where there's too many advisors, that little twist ruins everything. You know, we just can't be that anymore. We can't be canned in any capacity. People can see it and feel it. And I'm not saying SEO is all canned. I just think the idea of it can lead there. So that's why I'm very careful of finding out where people are spending their time, uh, what they're doing, what SEO means to them, how how much money do you have for budget? How much are you allocating here? And like I said, I find that if you're... If you're uh, producing social media content, I think it starts to buffer everything. I think it starts to help. I think it adds to your SEO. But, Corey, we had this conversation earlier. Let's say somebody finds you on Google and now you think it's your SEO. But what happened was is they listened to three of our <laughs> podcasts. They watched the show for three weeks and and then they, you know they're they're consuming something on Facebook from us because they found out about our group. Then they go to the website. Uh, and then, or then they, then they go to Google because they want to find out where our website is and type in MCO advisors and go there specifically looking for us. And then we go SEO, but really it was everything else that we did that led to them getting there. So even the, even the metric itself isn't necessarily honest because you're only seeing the end of the journey. You, you don't see anything else that where people were.
1: Yeah. Um, very meta first, let me just say hello, Pete, Brett. Um, JB, uh, Eric, thanks for the message, Sid. What's up, guys? I see you guys all here. Um, I appreciate it. And Eric, I appreciate the free commercial. Um, we love working with you. Um, super okay. meta, Ryan. Um, Just kidding, Eric. I think one of the greatest challenges is someone paying for an activity or a service that that is generally a, a waste of money or a box checking activity and having something work while they're paying for that. That's one of the greatest challenges that you and I, as authentic business drivers and marketing people, run into because it's like it worked, like did it, and you know we got to unpack how it worked.
0: I love that your mind's on fire today with where you're at and what you're thinking. Um, I still no. see, I still see LinkedIn user. Uh, this Maybe is, a, you show up a, on
1: LinkedIn. It's just on stream. It's
0: a, a stream yard thing. That's what I was going to tell you. We're on a third party streaming service so that we can go to YouTube and we can be on Facebook and we can be on LinkedIn and pretty much anywhere else we want. Uh, but that's just where we're focusing now. And that's why you're showing up as LinkedIn user. I don't know why it happens for some of you guys. It's and not everybody in the,
1: in the you, there's a million settings in LinkedIn and it's gotcha. probably one of the toggles in there.
0: Gotcha. Cause I can see Brett Rice. I can see Eric. Uh, we can yeah, see yeah. Sid, um, I can see Peter. What's up, Peter? And um, that's it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, um, I, I'm big on that. Like something working when it shouldn't work, and and then you are assuming that that's why it worked, and that's that's a big problem because that'll put six months back in the till. What
0: do we What do we tell somebody who's in an SEO contract and, and can't get out? How would you How would you add to SEO if you had to? If you feel somebody's stuck there, how do we execute on? What they're already trying to do
1: i think the biggest thing you can do any of you guys that are in a contract with anything seo or not is um and, and you can't get out of it is Change get on your the phone cards, your
0: Stop paying. Yep.
1: no honestly get on the phone the account manager and challenge them don't fight them just guys i just want to make sure what i've paid for is working let's walk through this um you know i've, I've been really starting to pay attention to marketing i want to know a little bit more about how this is actually working put the because a lot of times what you might get and i've seen this just in marketing in general over the years is you might actually get some more performance out of them because what they've done is they've sold you at this level and over time they've paid less and less attention to your account they haven't heard from you it's just that's just human nature um unfortunately in those in those instances so if you get on the phone with them and challenge them and push them they actually might dig in and be like i don't know who who handled this in the past but boy they didn't put a lot of time into it let me spend some time and and that's what i would do with any of your accounts
0: I love that. That's actually a a really good tip of somebody of of leaning back in to say, what are we focusing on? And and how is this? Am I reaching my goals or are we on the way? Uh, And and not just, you know, we want we always want to delegate. But remember, you got to be the quarterback at the same time. Even if you have somebody building your website, writing some of your writing, some of your content or Mm -hmm. editing your videos, let's say maybe not writing your content, you're going to need to be the quarterback because it's got to sound and be like you.
1: And advisors feel the same thing. You guys feel the same thing. You bring on a new client, you give them more attention up front. It's only human nature that six years in, they've, you know, the squeaky wheel is the one that gets greased. And if this person's a great client, but they're not calling or contacting, in fair, you know, just being in full disclosure, you may not be touching base with them as frequently as you should.
0: Yeah. And I'm not going to read this, the the, the comment. Uh, I'll just summarize it for you guys. It's basically uh, saying that we're, we're we're providing trust for people. We're trying to develop trust. We're not selling something that's uh, a a simple, quick program. Uh, So to develop trust, I think, comes from content. I completely agree. I don't believe that we can emphasize the amount of trust that somebody needs. Now, will they contact us on the website? Again, I don't want to say that stuff doesn't work ever. I'm just saying with the intention, I love the idea that uh, a good site is a cherry on top of everything else you're doing. Yep. And I think it was Sid who mentioned that a website was good a couple months ago because it was like home base where social media platforms can change, things can go away, but your website is somewhere where people can always go back to. Uh I, I like to look at that again as the as the storefront, a place where people can verify information no matter where we are, no matter what changes, whether we're on TikTok or this, they get what they get from us, they see, they can contact us. It's that place you can go where you know you can get what you want. So I want when people are looking for us and they want an answer. That's where they can get it. Otherwise, our content, I think, speaks in all the other areas and fills in the gap of what we're doing. Yeah,
1: Remind me to bring up a, a random Sid idea that I have on Off the Record later.
0: Cool. I will sure. Okay. We should, uh, <laughs> you know, I was thinking of a piece of content. You know, when you have that jar and you put in like golf balls, I feel like marketing could be like that. Like you put in your golf balls, then you put in the little rocks. And then you put in like gravel, and then you're dumping in sand, and that's the way I think of layers and building foundation. And that's I think, true. I think you know, the SEO would be in the sand world. And I think a lot of us are still putting in golf balls, and we need to make sure we're not skipping. That feels like fertilizer
1: on the yeah. top. Like, yeah, like <laughs> we're,
0: we're we're missing too many steps. Um, and but I will say this: I understand when people build a really nice website, and then they want to emphasize that website. By using SEO, I do understand why you feel that way. But the challenge I would say is your content does that just as much as you think, as long as you're in the right place. We got you, JB. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> I knew he'd get there. He's, he sees switch platforms. He yeah, said, "No, you're gonna see. You're gonna see my freaking name. I am LinkedIn user um, no more."
1: <laughs> here's a good exercise for everybody. And He's I, using
0: I, Zapier. <laughs> it's really funny
1: that you. um Brought, the, brought up SEO and everything today, because I literally Googled, I, I do this every so often, I Google MCO Advisors, and then I back off and I Google MCO or I Google Marketing for Advisors, and I see how far we, we fall and, and what happens, and I Google myself, I Google you, I like to see what's going on.
0: Sweet.
1: I Googled MCO Advisors, and I couldn't have been, and this was just by the way we structured our website originally. And this is not patting us on the back. It just, it felt really cool. I couldn't have been more proud of the way things laid out. And if you have, if you do this after the show, Ryan, it literally maps out our entire service and it covers the entire page. No one's even close. And obviously our name is unique. So that's, but I would challenge all you guys, JB, uh, you know, Ruffalo Wealth Management, Sit. I don't know the names of all your guys' firms. Um, and I apologize, but know my plan. I would challenge all of you guys to do that and see if you can fill that page. And if you can fill that page, you'll know that you've put out enough content that that at least if, if you're getting in front of people and they're doing some due diligence on you, like you can rest on the fact that there's something there for
0: you. Yeah, I completely agree. And I was actually looking up Nick and know my plan and could find it. Uh, but then I would type in advisors in North Carolina and I, I, I'd have to search, you know what I mean? I see nobody I recognize. And I sure. think that's that's my point of what I mean is, and really I think people are just going to be in their phone, like local financial advisor. Or I I'll usually use my zip code advisor in two one two three six or food into like something like that. That's how my brain thinks. Uh, so it's 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 very very simple searching, and and not always right there. But obviously, if I click know My Plan, I click Nick Nielsen. It's right there. Nick has a seems to have a a strategic last name. So and you and I did talk, and,
1: and I know that you sent this out to our community. Um, that we're doing some beta work on starting to create websites for advisors and you know, do you mind just walking everyone through the rationale behind that? Cause then I want to talk about some of the things that we will look at and I'll challenge you guys with mm-hmm. your own websites and the companies you're using as it relates to SEO.
0: Yeah. Can you repeat the the beginning part? I was reading JB's comment. Sorry.
1: So you mentioned in our, um, in, at the, for the MCO members over the weekend, mm-hmm. you shared mm-hmm. with everybody that we're exploring a beta program to start creating and managing some websites for yep. advisors. Um, yep. We're not, this is something that we're not it is probably not scalable, but we're going to attempt to do it on a very one on one custom basis. That's the logic. What do we what tee this up for everybody?
0: Well, as you know, we believe in SEO, so the first thing we're <laughs> going to do is get your website on point. Now, that's why I said at the beginning, building a website, building a storefront, and adding the marketing, the SEO side of it, um, or focusing on it. I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to how to de- declare it, but. Uh, The reason I I feel comfortable doing this and the reason we stepped into this is the same reason why we started moving into full on consulting versus having kind of a background product where people could learn is because we realized the value was the one on one with the one on one came the problems. And we see that every single advisor has a problem with their website. And Corey, it's something that you put out. And I didn't know how people really felt until you started challenging people by saying, is it something you're proud of? I never thought about a website like that. I just thought of it like a website. And you're just like, are you proud of it? Three, four, five advisors coming back and referencing Corey's comment and saying, you know, I'm not proud to send people to my website. And I thought, you know, let's cr- keep going with the unscalable and try to create websites that people are, are proud of. We know our members really well. We know what they're doing. We know what their mission is, what they're speaking. And I feel very comfortable being able with your skill, and my copy ability to be able to formulate a website that speaks the way people want it to speak about their business and and stands out. And there's something they're proud of when they go there. And I think that's the easiest way to explain why we're trying this. And we call it beta because I didn't want to unleash a service on the world that we weren't prepared for. So I want to make sure we're, we're figuring out our process and honing it in. So since we know some of our members so well, that's the best place to start.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited by the idea of it. Um, I think it fits really well with the, we get really deep. I think that's what MCO Advisors is all about. And that's what we've learned, right? We launched this thing in September and thought, let's try to reach the world for a low price and funnel in as many advisors as we can to have a productive conversation. And the problem was that you just mentioned that we found early on is you guys all want to get deep into your own shit. And I get that. And that makes sense. And Ryan and I get that. And, so we get deep with you, and we 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 probably know more about all of the our clients' businesses like than their wives do. Like we're in it with these hope guys, so. and, you know what I mean? Like, um, <laughs> I hope so, so. That's our job. I'm excited by it. I think, and one of the cool things is we can help you guys if as we do some of this beta work with you, if if you're interested in it. To at least structure the website in a way that you don't really even have to worry about SEO because we can put the language in the right places that when people do Google, you, your name, your firm, uh, financial advisor, whatever, at least the the language will be taken care of. Because I think that's one thing that any of you going to a Broadridge or, or some of the bigger services, you've got to pay a lot to get that right. And I think we can take care of that upfront for you. So that's just something that where my mind goes there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think the other reason we went beta with it is because we didn't want to get flooded and not be able to perform. So I don't want to sound awesome and say, we'll have some type of wait list, but if there's too many people, well, obviously, you know, where are we? I don't even know what month we're in. Well, what's April? the wait list. I mean, if, so, if three
1: people ask for a website, the wait list is now one, one. We, that's I what I mean. Though, we but if, but take on Yeah. But if there's two.
0: five, if there's five people, then it's like, you know, we still take on two websites, maybe one, depending on who it is. I mean, if it's, yeah. if it's too yeah. big, if there's more to, you know, we we have our idea of what a website could should look like but if you have a team and you're you have multiple services and and you know there's there's some more things to think about there
1: because letting anyone down honestly is my worst it's like a nightmare to me so
0: yeah i'm yeah yeah, yeah. so really our <laughs> our beta testing is driven off of fear of not doing a good job for somebody you should join come in and be like
1: that month sucked i need a month free No, that month sucked. I need another month free (laughs) because I'll just keep giving them to you because I'll feel so bad. (laughs)
0: Don't don't do that. I'll kick you out. I will not. I will not feel bad. (laughs) I'll call you lazy and shut off Zoom. Um, uh, So you guys can go to YouTube, by the way. I want to go ahead and shout that out real quick. Corey has been putting in a lot of work on YouTube. It looks awesome. It's starting to get up to par with where we tell you guys you should be. Uh, it's It's just another... it, that to me, if you said I had five thousand dollars and you're like I want a new website and and I want uh and I want SEO to be maintenance, I want to make sure this is taken care of. You know where I'm at, probably in our business is pro- also because we have the capability to build one is to say let's post a website up there and let's take our five thousand dollars nurturing a group of people that we can get to go there our own way. That to me would be money well spent and money I would expect to come back to me tenfold.
1: Um,
0: totally agree
1: and. I think, you know, let's just be real. I don't, I, I appreciate what you're saying. YouTube is a place that we're going to start focusing on more heavily. It's not perfect yet. It's not even close to perfect, but we're getting there. It's a work in progress. Um, you know, I just think it's a it's a reverse inquiry um, on demand platform that is a lot more Trafficked and potentially utilized, and I think everyone gives it credit for. So, if you can execute on YouTube, I think that's an op- huge opportunity.
0: Absolutely. So, if anybody is doing SEO again and has success with it or doesn't, um, be excited to talk to you and just to see what it's like, what the service is providing you for what they're doing and things like that. Not something we're competing with. That's not the service side of what we're doing. We're just we're just building the website itself, um, yep. not and I guess the maintenance side of it too, Corey. But we'll have to map out what that means. So if anybody is, is interested. um, JB Stacy's a killer on,
1: on that episode. That's a really good one.
0: Yeah. Uh, She's great. Wherever she goes, she was on uh, Crosby. If you guys enjoyed the Crosby episode from Daniel Crosby, which I know a lot of people did, we have at least five people reach out and whenever, whenever we get those numbers reaching out through messages, you know, it was a really good episode. Um, And, and she did a podcast with Daniel. So, and that was, that was amazing as well. Getting those two together is a, is a winning combination. So Stacy and Daniel, both on the show, but they, you know, uh, Daniel has his own podcast through work. So um, I would check out. We've got some good stuff coming up.
1: Yeah. We've got some great guests coming up. Um, You know, our YouTube channel is kind of a mess uh, outside of the 10 videos that have been properly structured there. So over time, what we'll do is we'll dig through the archives and And get some of the stuff, dust off the books and get them, you know, kind of cleaned up and put back in the front of the store there. So there's some really good interviews that we just haven't put in front of you guys yet.
0: Yep. Trying to make sure too that you guys have access to everything where you want it. So one of the things which I literally like, if I could, if I could kick myself for something, it would be that I wasn't had didn't have an advisor-to-advisor hashtag so that people could click on it and see every single episode they wanted right there. (laughs) I always thought they could go through my posts. Uh, And I think why I was thinking that, too, is because at one point we were going every day, so I wasn't posting that much. So if you scrolled through, it just looked like the page. But funny that two marketers sat here and did a show for six months without attaching it to a hashtag. Uh, I don't expect people to search advisor to advisor. What I expect is people to see the hashtag and click on it and then see the array of videos and go through and see a video that they missed or something like that. It just brings people in their ecosystem. So yeah, growing a hashtag, I think is something that that will add in uh, just so you guys can get somewhere and then uh, tagging the corporate page and then sharing it there. I feel like is also a decent win.
1: I don't pretend to be perfect. We're trying and we're doing everything we can. And as this grows, we'll do
0: more. It just goes to show how important it is to refine and keep focusing on because the things that seem clear are not because you're busy doing everything else. I mean, building building a business is building a business. uh, And it, you know, one one brick after another. And if you miss one, plugging in at the end. It's hard. Uh, good. Appreciate thanks, spending thanks for time. Guys, yeah. yeah, appreciate spending time with you guys this morning, uh, talking about a little bit about SEO and websites. Again, something that we'll start providing. So, if you're interested, shoot us a message, shoot us an email, whichever, uh, and we'll be happy to get back to you and talk a little bit about what that may look like. The MCO
1: page on LinkedIn is hilarious, by the way.
0: The. Um, I loved, <laughs> I loved that. I loved. I couldn't wait of, to share that. I loved that piece of content. Where Where did you find that? Where you? Are, what? How do you come up with your stuff? Are you just scrolling through and then you just see something that can be applied, or are you just like, okay, we need a meme, and you're just in your no, meme no, world?
1: No. I've got to be honest with everybody. Um, I don't steal content, by the way. The, mm. Any of the text in there is custom from us. It's um, mm. the card world has like. Some really witty stuff going on in it, and I have an Instagram account that is attached in that community. And I, you know, that's my kind of late night scrolling, and I get a good one. Yeah, right. so
0: I, some of this is,
1: you know, applied to basketball cards or whatnot and collections, and I'm like, oh, that's marketing. Well, like I'll, so I'll snag it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like it. It's it's it seems like uh, a. a bike one thinking- just killed me. I saw
1: saw. I was like, that's it's <laughs> too good.
0: Too good, uh, and that would be our first post that had almost fifty likes on it, 50, 51, now, 50, yeah. 51 reactions, and uh, and that just goes to show too, like the brand page. Uh, we we could get into. A, I think we should have another episode about brand page because I think it can be important, but it has to be really good because I think too many people have a brand page to have a brand page, and it just becomes that that, that empty vessel that sits there. Uh, so I don't know if it would be worth it.
1: And it's, it's in the jar, you know, it's a refinement tool.
0: Yeah, exactly. Refinement tool is a good way. And I find, uh, I find that something that maybe we'll add on, but usually something I would suggest we take away from somebody just from the fact that it, unless, unless they're going to spend time on it and, and put some content into it, if you're not posting on your own pages, don't start a brand page. It's not worth it. It's very
1: hard actually for solos to do. Um, The
0: only reason I think it works
1: for us is because we can kind of bob in and out of there. You know, that's something that if I'm Ruffalo, if I'm coaching Ruffalo and Zach, congrats guys, I would have, I would start working on the brand page.
0: Yes. Yep. Completely. Um, What is this about? Also, you guys didn't write her a handwritten note afterwards. I don't know how JB would know that. But
1: uh, unless you gave an update, which I'm not aware of in that episode, we talked about handwritten notes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: And that's how it was a good idea. And then we didn't do it. Then he, and how uh, does he know calling. that? Because <laughs> he's JB, man. He switches to Facebook when we can't see his name. He makes things happen. JB. <laughs> hey, Stacy. Little... JB up in Boston. Did he, he doesn't. You <laughs> guys, did, you... <laughs> <laughs> did you ever get the handwritten note? Son of he jumped right back over. Son of a bitch. Hey, Stacy gets
1: value. Come on, man.
0: Um, we should. We, I'm gonna buy a bunch of handwritten notes. We should start doing that. I might even send one to JB <laughs> now. I have to, or I'm gonna get a, I'll I'm create me you gonna get a message. I
1: don't want to do handwritten. You don't want to see my penmanship. Just ask me for something, I'll create you a digital
0: asset and give it back to you. It's, it's the thought, you don't even have to understand it. It's like a doctor's handwriting. You're like, okay, yeah. I've got high blood pressure, moving on. Um, <laughs> Uh, all right, guys. Uh, appreciate spending oh, some time no, with Oh, we but, can't
1: go oh, yet. I oh, to Sid, Sid, Sid.
0: Oh, you reminded you. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, Don't ask me to remind you of anything. That's, ne- that's never going to I know
1: you've, you've got your time constraints and your capacity, but like, if you ever want to get into some fun video back and forth of yourself, I would die for you to interact with yourself as DJ Khaled. <laughs> like, like you as an advisor talking to Khaled and it like going back and forth like I would it would just make my life and I'd be so happy and I think it would be fun I don't know how much creativity you would want to put into it but I, I could see some serious like we the best like
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sid's at the cross he's like you know you can put in six thousand dollars in a Roth IRA yeah. or, or like you know you oh you have an extra thousand dollars like something you can put something down oh I can put a thousand in a Roth and you're like another one and he's like yes. oh another Roth <laughs> <laughs> like yeah.
1: the commercial yes the geico commercial yeah <laughs> another one and he's like brushing another one <laughs> exactly.
0: exactly let's figure that out yeah. um uh, another thing that i i was thinking about doing is i've been hearing about these micro events over and over in virtual events i've been thinking about that in terms of topics how i want to talk about that but more so how i want to execute on those Okay. I think bringing this community together has to happen, and I think we're so virtual. I wonder if that shouldn't be an in-person thing. What would you think, Corey, in terms of MCO? Should it be a big one-off where we all meet yes. somewhere? I think or you're blowing be... up our
1: spot. You keep doing
0: this. What?
1: This, this has not... to be like planned before we announce this whole thing.
0: If we don't announce it, we'll never start planning. So I always talk this about this is stuff like that's not gonna, yeah, people start to get vaccinated, I bring it to life, <laughs>
1: comfortable. I'm saying like December 2021, like. Emco Advisor like Summit. And like we've got some people on stage. We've got... I've told you all this. You've got all the players to help create content. No competitors. I, I mean, no um, salesmen to, out there trying to sell you guys funds. None of that crap. But like Nikon, Canon, Sure microphones, Yeti microphones, you know, Adobe's there. Like all these places that help you guys create content. We bring them in. We've got some people on stage. We get some breakouts. Talk about an event that like I want to create just because I want to go to it. I imagine you guys would fly in for two days. You haven't been on an airplane for two years anyways. You're probably eager to get the hell out of it the It should
0: be something like the MCO Content Summit where you come in and we'll, we'll, with everybody, we'll bring in. We can create, like, have headshots, go create sure. a 30-second video. Get here's, on the list. You get Here's your YouTube intro. In yeah. Give us your email and stuff, and we'll send you a Dropbox link or whatever and figure that out. It's a good thing no one's watching right
1: now, so they're not going to hold our feet to the fire on this.
0: Exactly. All, all, all four people are going to be like, hey, you guys said you'd do an event. Yeah, what the hell? Uh, JB, appreciate you still being here. Brett, if you guys are hanging around, I guess you guys don't have any meetings today, which is awesome. Go take a walk. Maybe maybe get a workout in. No, I be
1: appreciate you guys being
0: here. And uh, we'll see you guys on Wednesday. And uh, who do we have this week? Who do we have this Friday? Do we? Do we know? Accounting, right? accounting is it this week yeah let me look and see before i yell that out just to make sure um appreciate you guys being big one from you last night
1: uh adam huge land there i'm really psyched about that that's an a-game guest
0: yeah yeah um if anybody watches walk and talk adam did you ping him again or did he just happen to reply no i messaged him again I don't, I, me alone, I don't know where I met him. I don't know where. I... Fine. <laughs> God damn it! I'm walking at 9:30. 30. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome if we're like if he's just like, hey guys, like yeah. that, that. That'd be great. I'm gonna ask him if he can do that. No, like, you don't want to hey, do that. Can you walk around the city and like talk to us? Yeah, they're honking. Um, again, guest topics. Always let us know. Um. I have to get on sales navigator. I keep having Sid ask and a few others wondering what it is. And honestly, I just don't know how it functions. So I need to know that. Once something somebody told me was when you're using sales navigator, if you're going through sales navigator, it's a second, it's a second message platform uh, aside from LinkedIn. So you can accidentally crisscross in and reaching out and you reach through somebody through sales navigator and they have this message, and then you reach through through your own, and you can't see that you message them. So you have to really seem to make sure of sticking in one place. Or writing down who you're talking to, or figuring that out. Huge drop by LinkedIn. That sounds extremely confusing. I don't know LinkedIn why. LinkedIn has
1: didn't. so many like random misses where they just didn't
0: think it through. Yeah, it's like, and why? And and they don't fix it. They just like yeah. leave it there. They're like, no, we're different. That's that's yeah. that's that's who we are. I digress. Glide. Although here we are big live on their shift. platform, yeah. <laughs> trying to trying Get to monetize it as is. Is best we can. Fix it. Fix your fix your stuff. <laughs> All right, guys, have a good day. We got to leave. We got we got Cheers. things to do. Thank you for listening. We hope that you find value in this show.
1: We hope that you find value in Emco Advisors.
0: You finding success means everything to us.
1: If you found value in this show, please
0: leave us a rating. Thank you all.
1: Talk soon.